Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck, and the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally here, and the glorious month of October has fallen upon us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. all you creatures of the night and welcome back to the it records podcast it's me matt johnson coming at you again with a movie suggestion to watch as we're here in october as part of halloween horror itself which is that daily movie recommendation podcast whatever you like to call it that uh, we just give you a recommendation to watch as we get closer to halloween because we know you're more receptive or apt to to watch some scary movies as we get closer to all hallows eve where you might not be as much more in April or July or something. So that's all we're trying to do here is pique your interest to a movie. And we've never suggested any of these before. We've never, we've never done a full length episode on these before. Um, so they're all fresh takes. So that's exciting. All fresh new takes. And uh, we've also been doing a little theme uh, this year as well, which is every suggestion is a different year in horror history. So on October 1st, we did a movie from 1989. October 2nd was a movie from 1988. And then so on and so forth. I mean, backwards in time until we get to Halloween, we'll get a movie from 1959. So you get to see how the horror genre maybe changed or what were some big movies or in different years. Give you a little insight, a little change of pace. But where does that put us today? Checking your calendars. It's October 28th. We are just, we're so, so close to Halloween. But here we are, October 28th, and we are in the year 1962. That is the year I'll be recommending a movie for, for today. And the movie selected is the 1962 American independent horror film produced and directed by Herc Harvey and written by John Clifford, Carnival of Souls. Carnival of Souls is the selection for today, it's based on a story by Clifford and Harvey. Uh, it stars Candace uh, Hillegas. hope I'm pronouncing that right. And the film, it follows Mary Henry. She's a young woman whose life is disturbed after a car accident. She relocates to a new city where she finds herself unable to assimilate with the locals and becomes drawn to the pavilion of an abandoned carnival. And things ensue from there. Director Harvey also appears in the film 
as the ghoulish stranger who stalks her throughout. You'll get these kind of phantoms or ghoulish figures with like white faces you might see from the cover or if you Google this film, that is kind of the the setup in this abandoned carnival um, that she's going through. After she had this sort of near death experience, I I went about recommending this one or I wanted to do this one for a full length episode. I can't remember when we were doing a theme and I, I, I recommended this one and I ended up changing my mind. So we haven't done it, but keep on the lookout because um, we might do it soon. Halloween horror means we've never suggested it or done a full length movie. Doesn't mean we won't still do a full length episode, but I'd really like to do a full length one on uh, carnival of souls. I think it, what it does really well throughout this movie is not many like jump scares per se, but it's, it's really great at like creating an atmosphere and that like sense of dread throughout the movie, that kind of lingering effect that's kind of constantly enveloping the entire movie. And I, I, I like those movies quite a bit where it, yeah, you're not, you're not trying to jump scare you too much or these gore gore effects, but this atmosphere that kind of sits with you throughout that, like it's like putting some pressure on your chest a little bit or lingers with you afterwards. So it does that really well in, in this movie. It was filmed in Lawrence, Kansas in Salt Lake City and it was shot in a budget of only $33,000 and this is uh, 1962. It's a, it's a cult classic. It's a big one just because it was like an independent horror film. It's, it's uh, garnered status because of that where it's kind of an inspiration to other independent filmmakers who, you know, look to if you want to make a horror movie in that genre as one that was a success, you know, it was a low budget movie that's, you know, stood the test of time. It is in the Criterion Collection as well. I'll mention that. That'll go with where you can watch it, but it made its way to the Criterion Collection. And it is, again, yeah, cult classic. I think I, I just put it in cult classic because I don't think too many people know about it all that much, but it does have its own sort of uh, following to it. Uh, Harvey, when he made this, uh, used various guerrilla filmmaking techniques to finish the production. It was Harvey's only feature film. Didn't gain widespread attention when originally released as a double feature uh, with The Devil's Messenger, 1962. Didn't really get widespread attention. It was later on that it uh, it got sort of its acclaim. Set to an organ score by Gene Moore, the film has been contemporarily noted by critics and film scholars alike for the cinematography and foreboding atmosphere. Uh, as I said, it has a huge cult following and you know sometimes it's screened at Halloween festivals around this time of year. You might catch it somewhere at a local theater. But it's been cited also as a wide-ranging influence on filmmakers such as David Lynch and George A. Romero. Romero, who would make in 1968 Night of the Living Dead, Martin in the 70s, many of the other dead films. And uh, it was an influence on them. Looking at uh, Carnival of Souls, you can kind of see that when you look at the zombie creatures, maybe in Night of the Living Dead, and uh, what you'll see with these like phantom beings here in uh, Carnival of Souls. So it has its influence in the horror genre. And that's what you'll get uh, with this movie. But it wasn't the only movie that came out in 1962. There were other horror movies as well. Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? Again, this is one of those titles. I mentioned it earlier in a podcast. Like, what have you done to Solange? Just one of them. And a lot of them have this type of like question mark. Whatever happened to? Who knows what happened? Do you want to ask Alice? Something like that it was always pretty. I don't know. That title was like big in the 60s, um, quite a bit in like early 70s. But that was another horror movie. Uh, Cape Fear. Cape Fear came out in 1962. Night Creatures, Night of the Eagle, The Phantom of the Opera, um, the movie, not just the play itself, and The Witch's Mirror. Those are just a couple of different 
horror films that came out in 62. If you're looking to see what else happened in the world in, in 1962, as we moved through the 60s, you've probably seen a lot of suggestions that come from the, the space administration, things going on in space. Well, in 62, in, in February of 1962, to be exact, John Glenn becomes the first American to orbit the Earth. 1957, the Soviet Union puts the world's first artificial satellite, Sputnik 1, into orbit around the Earth. In 61, uh, the United States launches its first man in space, Alan Shepard, on the Freedom 7. But it wasn't until John Glenn here in February of 62 becomes the first man to orbit the Earth. So that was happening. And the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, that occurs when the USSR plans to deploy missiles in Cuba, brings the world to the brink of World War. The U.S. blockades Cuba and the USSR agrees to dismantle Soviet silo. That begins on October 15th and ends on November 20th. Uh, There's a a movie kind of about that. I believe Oliver Stone did it called 13 Days, where it was kind of that, you know, that brink, that stalemate where they thought there was uh, nuclear missiles in a submarine or the, the Russians were planting them in Cuba and the United States wasn't sure if they were going to launch. It was an imminent strike. So they were preparing to attack and it was kind of a standoff that potentially would have led to nuclear war, which is crazy to think that that was, we were that close to potential nuclear war um, that that should ever be on the table. But that's the Cuban missile crisis. That's 1962 here with John F. Kennedy in the white house as the, the, the president. So I will leave it there. That, that happened in October. Just so you know, that was an October event as well. Not only just in 1962, but that happened in October. If you're looking to watch this one, you can find it almost anywhere. I believe for streaming purposes, it's on canopy Tubi, the criterion channel, voodoo hoopla, AMC. If you have a subscription to that paramount plus HBO max, all those kind of streaming services, at least for, right now and i'm reading this to you and you can rent it on amazon google youtube apple tv and you can buy it alongside there at amazon apple as well i think this one's purchase worthy some of the other ones i have as well but definitely check this one out i think it it's worthy of watch i just think it goes maybe under the radar a little bit maybe i think that's potentially why i wanted to do it on the podcast as a full-length episode is i think it has a lot of influence on directors that came in the later 60s and into the 70s and it's an independent, low-budget horror movie that, you know, just goes under the radar, has a cult following, but maybe if you're not a horror fan, haven't heard of it. So check that one out. That's 1962. I'll leave it there. Oh, but uh, yeah, I'll finish up with Rotten Tomatoes. I, I give you guys these scores, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes and 73% audience score. So it's still well-liked in terms of the audience. Again, it was independent low budget so it didn't gain a lot of widespread attention when it came out but it's a critical success and i clearly see that the audience enjoys watching this one but i'll leave it there for 62 i'll be back tomorrow to give you a movie from 1961 and we are you know not only just getting close to the end of the 60s but the end of uh, the month halloween will be here shortly and we'll have a movie for you in 1959 but until then i'm matt johnson and i remain in the shadows Today is his birthday.